Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Oh, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Blaze Broderick was on his way to the territorial prison to spend the rest of his life paying for a few years of banditry. Sheriff Clay of Calhoun County had chartered a special stagecoach for the trip. Two reliable deputies accompanied the prisoner. One rode beside the driver and gripped a shotgun as he watched the trail. The other was inside the stage, with Broderick handcuffed to his left wrist. A few miles more, Broderick. Then the gates will close behind you. Uh, You'll be able to see the prison as soon as we get clear of these trees. I can hardly wait. You know, I never could figure why a man like you turns the crime. You're a smart man. Thanks. I mean it, Broderick. You're smart and you're a natural-born leader. 
That's proved by the way you run your gang. You and the sheriff are mighty rankled because I wouldn't tell where you could find my pal. We'll find him. Sooner or later, every crook makes a mistake. Why, even you, Broderick, smart as you are, you made a mistake. No, I didn't. You left tracks that the Lone Ranger and Tonto could follow. Yeah, those two. And I'll make them regret it. Oh, you're talking through your hat. I am, huh? You'll see. You may as well know it right now, deputy. I'm not going to rot in any jail. The trees close to the trail on both sides became alive with gunfire. The first shots were concentrated on the guard and driver. The deputy inside the coach leaned out the window and brought up his coat. But before he could use it, a bullet drilled his chest. He slumped unconscious. Four men rode into view, two from each side of the trail. Good work, boys. Two men seized the reins of the frightened stagecoach team. Lumen, you got him, Sky. What about the driver and the other law dog? Yeah, we got them both. Is there a key to the handcuffs? Right-hand pocket of this deputy's yeah, coach. Well, I'll get it. I knew you boys would handle things. Yeah, here's the key. I'm surprised the sheriff didn't expect something like this. <laughs> he thinks we're in Mexico by this time. How'd you work that? Well, Pete stole a horse and left tracks for the sheriff to follow to our camp. In camp, the sheriff found signs of a getaway. Also enough to be sure it had been the camp of Broderick's men. Yeah, the bracelets are off. All right, bring the boss's horse, Pete. We're all set to travel. Right. All right, now we head for the border, eh, boss? No. No? Well, we're not safe around here, not while that lone ranger's in this part of the country. That masked man cost me $50,000. Well, yes, but, boss... On top of which I had to spend some time in jail. Before I do anything else, I'm going to even the score. Uh, here's your horse, Broderick. We're heading south. No. We're going to the hideout shack on Big Tree Mesa. We'll head south after we've killed the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger and Toto were on a hilltop that overlooked the entrance to the territorial prison. They had been watching for the arrival of the notorious outlaw. When the stagecoach was nearly two hours overdue, the masked man said, There couldn't have been this much delay in leaving Calhoun. We'll not wait any longer, Tonto. We go south now, look for Broderick's gang? No, not yet. Before we leave, I want to be sure Blaze Broderick is behind bars in the territorial prison. That is silver, easy. Where we go? We'll follow the stage trail. There may have been a breakdown, or worse, easy. Steady, big fella, scout. Easy, fella. Come on, silver. Come on, scout. Soon after starting along the trail, the masked man and his Indian companion entered a woods. Presently, they saw the halted stagecoach. The team was in harness and tied to a convenient tree. The guard and driver lay on the floor of the driver's seat. Hold it, hold it. Easy, Examine those two, Tonto. I'll look inside. The door of the stage was open. One man was inside. At first, the Lone Ranger thought he was dead. Then detected a faint pulse and saw the lawman's eyelids flutter. There was a low moan. How that man, Kimasami? Badly hurt, Toto. What about the others? Both dead. Here, here, canteen. Good. Here, drink this. How did Broderick escape? Gang. His men ambushed. Broderick's men? How many of them? I, I think four men. <coughs> hideout. What about a hideout? Hideout. Shack. Big Tree Mesa. <laughs> steady, steady. Take it easy. We'll take you home. I... 
Ah! The deputy went limp as though the mighty effort to pass on the last few words had taken all of his remaining strength. The Lone Ranger made simple tests and learned that the lawman was dead. Then he turned to Tonto. I think he tried to tell us that Broderick and his four pals intend to hide in a shack on Big Tree Mesa. Ah. Mesa, plenty big. Yes, and it's covered with timber. Those killers will be hard to find unless they've left tracks. Tracks, no good tomorrow. Rain come tonight, wash them out. I'm going to start right now and try to trail them. Tie your horse behind the stage and drive the team back to town, Toto. Sheriff Clay will take charge of the stagecoach and the dead men. Tell him what the deputy said. Ah, me savvy. There's a place ahead where the trail is wide enough to turn the stage around. Me know. You uh, might have a hard time finding me on the mesa. So you might as well stay with the sheriff and ride with his posse. Easy, steady, big fellow. Monsilly! In Calhoun, Sheriff Clay listened grimly to Tonto's report. He called the coroner to take charge of the bodies and turned the stage and team over to the freight agent. Then he summoned six of the town's leading citizens to his office and asked Tonto to repeat his story. When the Indian was through, the lawman said, I'm convinced that the four who ambushed the stage are the same men who led a posse on a wild goose chase toward the border. Sheriff, how do you know it's not another wild goose chase to Big Tree Mesa? You heard what the deputy said with his dying breath. We heard what that Indian claims, he said. Yeah. Tonto wouldn't tell us anything but the truth. How do you know you can trust him? Take my word for it, gents. I'd trust this man with my life. Well, that's good enough for me. Yeah, me too. Two good lawmen and a stage driver lie dead at the hands of those crooks. Roderick and his pals must hang. You're right. We're with you, Sheriff. You want us to ride to Big Tree Mesa as your posse? I want more than that. The Mesa's too big for one posse to cover. I want seven separate posses to search the woods. I'll hit one... Each of you men line up a half a dozen friends to make a posse of your own. I'll swear you in as special deputies. Then we'll meet here tonight to make the final plan. All right, Sheriff. Seven groups of men were organized that afternoon, while the Lone Ranger followed the tracks of five horsemen to the flat, tree-covered mesa. That night, the rain began as darkness gathered. The masked man made a lean-to for a shelter, while in town, the six special deputies met in the sheriff's office with Sheriff Clay and Toto. Rain beat against the windows. Well, gents, I reckon everyone's here. I lined up seven men to ride with me. I got six. Did you others get your groups organized? Yep. Uh, I want to start this manhunt on the mesa as soon as it's light. So tell your men to meet here at four in the morning. Tell them to bring food for at least two days. Two days? Yes, if we don't find those crooks tomorrow, we'll camp on the mesa and continue the search next day. This rain will probably wash out any tracks. We'll not count on finding tracks. There's a map of the mesa spread out on my desk. Get around it here. Now, I'll assign each group to cover a certain area. The areas are marked out so they overlap. We're going to cover every square foot of Big Tree Mesa. By morning, the rain had stopped. A rising sun found the manhunters searching through the woods on the mesa in seven separate groups. Tonto rode with a group led by Sheriff Clay. Presently, the Indian said, Me leave now, Sheriff. Ride long. Why, Tonto? For me want to find Lone Ranger. 
him alone on Mesa. Well, how do you know where to look for him? I may ride to far end of Mesa. Maybe find track. Maybe scout to find silver. Well, your horse is smart. His instinct might help. Go ahead, Tonto, and good luck to you. Get him up, scout. Spread out, boys. Keep in a straight line about ten yards apart. The search had started at the south end of the mesa. The sheriff's men moved back and forth, combing the woods from the eastern to the western cliff, then back again. But Tonto traveled in a straight line heading north. Easy, Scout. Easy, fella. Unknowingly, he passed within a quarter of a mile of the Lone Ranger, who was riding in the opposite direction. In the dense woods, neither was aware of the nearness of the other. Two hours of riding brought the Indian close to the north end of the mesa. Unexpectedly, he came into a clearing and saw a small shack. Oh, Scout. Oh, fella. A sharp command came from the nearby trees. Hold it, Redskin. You're covered. Dismount and keep your hands high. Easy, Scout. Easy, fella. And he got hands up. Keep covered, Scar. Left to you, take his gun. Yeah. I got it, boss. You others keep watching for anyone else who might come this way. I want to... Well, see who this is. Tonto. The Lone Ranger's pal. Sure enough. Remember me, Tonto? Uh, you, Broderick. You should remember me. You helped your mask friend capture me. Where's he? Me not talk. He must be somewhere around, boss. Did you come here by accident or did you trail us? Me not talk. All right, suit yourself. Take him into the shack, boys. Tie him and gag him. We'll use him to bait a trap for the Lone Ranger. Meanwhile, the Lone Ranger rode through the woods about eight miles away. He didn't know that men had started at the south end of the mesa methodically to comb the woods for the outlaws. Suddenly, he heard a shout. The posse of seven men, led by Stevens, charged forward with guns drawn. Get him up, mister. Mask. Hoist your hands, you're covered. Make a fast move with Blast. He must be one of the killers. Well, just a minute. Are you a sheriff's posse? That's right. We're looking for your boss. Where's Broderick? I'm not one of the gang. I'm on your side of the law. Tell that to the judge. Take his guns. I'll get him. Get him. Get him. Keep your hands high, mister. Well, listen to me. Take I'm your a... breath. I have his guns. What about that mask? Take it off. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue. The Lone Ranger riding south through the woods was captured by one of the posses searching for Blaze Broderick. The masked man was disarmed, and the special deputy in charge repeated his command. Take off that mask. Oh, wait. The sheriff will tell you I'm not an outlaw. What's going on here? The sheriff. Who you got, Stevens? Hi, Sheriff. Stevens, be a lawyer. What's the idea of holding guns on that man? He's masked, Sheriff. He must be an outlaw. He's probably one of Broderick's gang. For the love of Pete, he's a man who captured Broderick three weeks ago and turned him over to me. Huh? He's a lone ranger. What? I give him back his guns. Well, here you are, mister. I'm sorry. Well, that's all right. Good thing I heard the commotion and left my own group to investigate. Is Tonner with your group? No, he came here to the Mesa with us, but he left a couple hours ago to look for you. He rode north. I came from the north, Sheriff. We must have passed each other in the woods. Well, that'd be easy to do. The trees and brush are mighty thick in places. I'll go back and look for him. And be careful. You might run into some more of our men, and the next time one of them might shoot you before you have a chance to talk. I'll be careful. Monsilver! The Lone Ranger rode until he was well away from the posse. Then he drew rein. Oh, oh, easy, steady, big fellow. Dismounted and opened a saddlebag. Rather than risk being again mistaken for an outlaw, he changed his appearance by skillful use of disguise. A stain darkened his complexion, and hollow plugs in his nostrils made his nose look flat and wide. Other tricks and materials gave him the appearance of an Indian. He drew a buckskin jacket and trousers over his own clothes and covered his head with a battered old black hat. Then he was ready to go on. Easy, steady, big fella. Monsilver! At the outlaw's hideout, Broderick watched while Toto was gagged and tied to a chair. Uh, that'll hold him, Scar. Yeah, it should. Boss, you said you were going to use the Indian as bait for the Lone Ranger. Come outside and untie his paint horse. I'll show you what I meant. Leave the door open. I'll untie the horse. Loop the reins around the saddle pommel so they won't catch on underbrush. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Now give the horse a slap. Send him away. Right. Come on, get up there. Come on. He'll find the lone ranger and bring him here. <laughs> so that's the plan. Mighty slick. We'll wait in ambush. When the masked man shows up, we'll shoot him. The lone ranger, wearing a disguise, was riding north at a slow gait and watching for trailblazes that Tonto might have made. Presently, he heard a horse approaching. He drew rein and waited. Oh, Silver. Oh. Silver was tense and alert. His ears were cocked forward. Then the oncoming horse came into view. Scout! Where's Tonto? What's happened to him? The questions were involuntary. Even as he asked them, the Lone Ranger was examining the saddle and gear on the back of the paint horse. No blood stains to indicate injury. He noticed the reins fastened loosely to the saddle pommel. You weren't tied to anything, Scout. I left at ground hitch. No message fastened to your saddle. Go on, Scout. Find Tonto. Scout tossed his mane, whinnied, and set out over his own back trail. The Lone Ranger followed. Come Broderick's hideout shack, Tonto sat tied to a chair and gagged. Broderick and two of his men were outside, concealed in the underbrush at the edge of the clearing. Scar and Lefty were tired, cramped, and short-tempered from long waiting. But Broderick seemed to feel no discomfort. Thoughts of killing the Lone Ranger blanked out all else. His eyes burned with murder lust. Finally, Lefty spoke. Boss, the two boys inside the shack are better shots than we are. 
How'd it be if we changed places with him? I want them to keep an eye on Tonto so he doesn't loosen the gag enough to sound a warning. But we could watch him. You're here. You'll stay here. All right, all right, boss. Whatever you say. The Lone Ranger. His last day on Earth. <laughs> After I'm square with him, we'll head for the border. I think I hear a horse. So do I. I hear it. Shut up. Let me listen. Broderick's knuckles were white as he gripped a rifle hard. His lips moved soundlessly, and his eyes had the look of a madman. His voice was husky with emotion when he spoke. Two horses. Must be Scout and Silver. It's got to be Scout and Silver. And the Lone Ranger. Close. Be quiet. A moment later, Scout came into the clearing and stopped. The paint. He came back, just as I knew he would. The other horse is nearly here. I'm ready for the Lone Ranger. Ready for him. I caught a glimpse of the horse. It's white. Shoot before I do and I'll kill you. All right, boss. You shoot first. When Silver entered the clearing, Broderick's great expectations collapsed. There was no masked man in the saddle. Instead, the rider had the appearance of an Indian. Get your hands up. Take his guns and drag him off that horse. Come on, Scar. You men in the shack, come out here. Yeah. Bring her up to tie this Indian. Down, you comrade. Where'd you get that horse? For a moment, the Lone Ranger made no reply. He had seen Tonto through the open door of the shack. He quickly realized that he had ridden into a trap. He knew that his life and Tonto's hung by a slender thread. In his favor was the fact that Broderick mistook him for an Indian. Suddenly, Broderick brought his left hand around in a hard slap. Answer me! Where'd you get that horse? You not lawman? No, we're not lawman. Oh, me know you. You big feller. Big medicine. You, Broderick. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Me glad you here. You not make trouble when Indian borrow horse. You only make trouble for good Indian, like man tied inside house. You know who that Indian is? Oh, him Toto. Hey, boy, should I tie his hands? No, 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 wait. Engine, you said you borrowed the horse. Oh, also boots, guns, pants, and see under buckskin. Plenty fine shirt. Did the man you borrowed them from wear a mask? That's right. Did you kill him? Oh, me not kill. Where is he? Little while ago, him back that way, on trail. How did you get away with his horse, guns, and clothes? It easy, Rob man who tied. Did you leave the mask man tied? You think me get away if him not tied? You're going to take us to him. Oh. Me not know. I say you are. If you don't, we'll make you wish you had run into Loma. Now wait. Me come long way. Follow paint horse. Look for Tonto. You came here looking for Tonto? Uh, that's right. Why? Me got something for him. Hey, hey what not? He had it in his boot. Why did you search him for weapons? Well, I did, but I, I didn't see that knife. Me go into shack. Fix Tonto. Then me take you on back trail. Show you, Lone Ranger. You mean you want to kill the Lone Ranger's pal? Me owe Tonto plenty. We don't need Tonto any longer, boss. Why not let him do the killing? Let me go to shack. Then me lead you on back trail. Me promise, show you, Lone Ranger. Alive? Hmm. Him plenty alive. All right, go ahead. But make it fast. Me not take long. Roderick and his four followers watched the man they thought to be an outlaw Indian enter the shack. 
His hand holding the knife went up, then down behind Tonto's back. They couldn't hear the whispered speech. Fall to the floor, Tonto. I'll leave the knife with you. Free yourself and follow us. Tonto understood and obeyed. He slumped sideways, tipping the chair off balance and crashed to the floor. Behind his back, his fingers clutched the knife. Outside, the outlaws heard the chair and body fall. He did it. Well, that takes care of Tonto. And I'll take care of the Lone Ranger. Now, me, he promised. We ride back trail. Me show you, Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger, unarmed and resembling an Indian, led the way south through the woods with Broderick riding close behind. The four members of the gang followed their leader in a single file. Tonto, who had freed himself with the Lone Ranger's knife, remained far back so the steps of his horse scout could not be heard by the killers. The Lone Ranger knew that the sheriff's men who had started their search at the south end of the mesa were slowly working north. They were somewhere ahead. He listened intently for the faintest sound of hoofs or voices, and he had never been more alert. Presently, he heard the crack of a dry twig breaking. Continuing his role of an Indian, he called, Hey, stop here! Hey, I think I heard a horse's hoofs. If there's a horse on this mesa, there must be someone riding it. Engine, would you be leading us into a trap? Me promise show you, Lone Ranger, we go... Be quiet, let me listen. The Lone Ranger knew that the showdown was at hand. His own exceptionally keen ears caught the sound of several horses in the woods ahead. At any instant, the killers too would hear them. He touched Silver with his knee. The smart stallion responded by moving closer to Broderick. Hold that horse still. Then from ahead came the sound that removed all doubt. Do you hear that? A horse. A trap. The Lone Ranger acted. Now, Silver! Silver lunged hard. Broderick was thrown off balance as his horse was bumped. Come on, Silver! Guns barked, but the Lone Ranger, with a head start of split seconds, had turned the nimble-footed Silver to one side and out of sight in dense underbrush. He heard Broderick shout. Blind and unreasoning with rage at the double cross, Broderick forgot the danger of lawmen ahead and spurred his horse in pursuit with his men following. The lawmen had heard the shooting and hurried to investigate. They saw the Lone Ranger and thought he was an Indian. But then they saw Broderick and his gang. There was no mistake about the identity of those men. The killers! Broderick! Go there! Let him have it! The sheriff's men came from several directions. Broderick was hit in the shoulder and spilled from his horse. Scar was killed. Lefty leaped from the saddle and tried to run. He fell with a bullet in the leg. The other two killers, brushed by lead, threw up their hands. That does it, boys. We got him. Time all and Ben's the wounded. This time, Broderick, you'll hang. And your pals will hang with you. That double-crossed Indian. He led me into a trap. Hey, Sheriff, where did the Indian go? I lost track of him during the shooting. One on the white horse? Yes. The last I saw him, he disappeared behind some brushwood. Looking for someone, hey, Sheriff? Oh, the best man. Where you been? You, the Lone Ranger. You steady, big fella. Hello, Broderick. I'll take these guns beside Scar's body. They're mine. Yes, but where you been? Sheriff, when I saw that you had the situation in hand, I rode into the brush to wipe brown stain from my face and remove the rest of my disguise. <laughs> sure, that's it, eh? Who's that? That's Toto. He followed us here. I'll go to meet him. Easy, steady, big fellow. Come on, Silver! That Indian. That that fake redskin fooled us. I never suspected he was the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, and directed by Charles D. Livingston. Tonight's drama was written by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.